Hey everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are on a journey to read the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 172, and we are going to be reading Jeremiah chapters 18 through 22, and we'll also read Psalm 18. So let's get to it. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down at once to the potter's house. There I will reveal my words to you. So I went down to the potter's house and there was a work and there he was working away at the wheel. But the jar that he was making from the clay became flawed in the potter's hand. So he made it into another jar as it seemed right for him to do. The word of the Lord came to me. House of Israel, can I not treat you as this potter treats his clay? This is the Lord's declaration. Just like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, house of Israel. At one moment, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will uproot, tear down, and destroy it. However, if that nation about which I have made the announcement turns from its evil, I will relent concerning the disaster I had planned to do it, to do to it. At another time, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it. However, if it does what is evil in my sight by not listening to me, I will relent concerning the good I had said I would do to it. So now say to the men of Judah and to the residents of Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Look, I'm about to bring harm to you and make plans against you. Turn now from your evil ways and correct your ways and your deeds. But they will say it's hopeless. We will continue to follow our plans and each of us will continue to act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Ask among the nations who has heard things like these. Virgin Israel has done a most horrible thing. Does the snow of Lebanon ever leave the high crags, or does the cold water uh, flowing from a distance ever fail? Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols. They make them stumble in their ways on the ancient roads and make them walk on new paths, not the highway. They have made their land a horror, a perpetual object of scorn. All who pass by it will be appalled and shake their heads. I will scatter them before the enemy. Like the east wind, I will show them my back and not my face on the day of their calamity. Then certain ones said, Come, let's make plans against Jeremiah for instruction. We'll never be lost from the priest or counsel from the wise or a word from the prophet. Come, let's denounce him and pay no attention to all his words. Pay attention to me, Lord. Hear what my opponents are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember how I stood before you to speak good on their behalf or to turn your anger from them? Therefore, hand their children over to famine and give them over to the power of hit the sword. Let their wives become childless and widowed, their husbands slain by deadly disease, their young men struck down by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses when you suddenly bring raiders against them, for they have dug a pit into in, dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares from my feet. So sorry. But you, Lord, know all their deadly plots against me. Do not wipe out their iniquity. Do not blot out their sin before you. Let them be forced to stumble before you and deal with them in the time of your anger. This is what the Lord says. Go buy a potter's clay jar. Take some of the elders of the people and some of the leading priests and go to Ben-Hinnom Valley near the entrance to the potsherd gate. Proclaim there the words I speak to you. Say, Hey, hear the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and residents of Jerusalem. 
This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I'm going to bring such a disaster on this place that everyone who hears it will shudder, because they have abandoned me and made this a foreign place. They have burned incense in it to other gods that they, their fathers and the kings of Judah have it ever known. They have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built high places to Baal on which to burn their children in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, something I have never commanded or mentioned. I never entertained the thought. Therefore, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When the place will no longer be called Topheth and Ben-Hinnom Valley, but Slaughter Valley, I will spoil the lands of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies, by the hand of those who intend to take their life. It will provide their, I will provide their corpses as food for the birds of the sky and for the wild animals of the land. I will make this city desolate, an object of scorn. Everyone who passes by it will be appalled and scoff because of all its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and daughters, and they will eat each other's flesh in the distressing siege inflicted on them by their enemies who intended to take their life. It's crazy. Then you are to shatter the jar in the presence of the people going with you. And you are to proclaim to them, this is what the Lord of armies says. I will shatter these people and this city. Like one shatters a potter's jar that can never be men again be mended. They will bury the dead in Topheth because there is no other place for burials. That is what I will do to this place. This is the declaration of the Lord and to its residents, making this city like Topheth. The houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will become impure like that place Topheth. All the houses on whose rooftops they have burned incense to, all the stars in the sky, and poured out drink offerings to other gods. Jeremiah returned from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, stood in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, and proclaimed to all the people, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, I'm about to bring on this city and on all its cities every disaster that I spoke against it, for they have become obstinate, not obeying my words. Pasher the priest, the son of Immer, and chief official in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Pasher had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and put him in the stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but terror is on every side. For this is what the Lord says, I'm about to make you a terror to both yourself and those you love. They will fall by the sword of their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give all the wealth of this city to, of this city, all its pro products and valuables. Indeed, I will hand all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, and all who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. There you will die, and there you will be buried, you and all your friends to whom you prophesied lies. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I'm a laughingstock all the time. Well, Jeremiah, like this compulsion that he has, um, you know, we just read the other day that he said he doesn't want to have to give these words, but the word of God within him is like a fire shut up in his bones, right? And here he's just like, I can't handle it again. Like, I have to say what you're telling me to say. Even when I try not to, it it comes out. He says, for whenever I speak, I cry out. I proclaim violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has become a constant disgrace and derision. I say, I won't mention him. Here it is. Here it is. I'm so sorry. Here's where it's coming. I say, I won't mention him or speak any 
longer in his name, but his message becomes this friends. I'm not kidding. When I tell you that this is how I feel about being a pastor, that I can't, I can't not say the things of God. This is, this is exactly how I feel. Jeremiah says, but his message becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in and I cannot prevail for I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him. Let's report him. Everyone I trusted watches for my fall. Perhaps he will be declared or perhaps he will be deceived so that we might prevail against him and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. That right there. Like, I kind of feel like if, if God's people today who want to, um, okay, here's what I want to say. If God's people today who live in the West, <laughs> us on this side of the world, um, not, um, not in, oh gosh, not in the East, people of the West who want to shout and cry that, that our persecution is on every side and, and the church is in danger and all of this stuff. First of all, um, I'm a firm believer that Jesus said <laughs> um, things that were true and cannot be changed, like um, the church of God is built on a solid rock and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So um, I'm a firm believer in an unshakable kingdom with an unshakable God filled with um, people of God and the kingdom is not in trouble, period. Okay. But I wish that some of us on this side of the world could, could walk in the understanding that Jeremiah did that when God speaks, and if you're reading his word, then his word should be coming alive in you. And if his word is coming alive in you, then you can say like Jeremiah did, I'm getting emotional because like this is, this is good stuff, friends. If his word is alive in you, then it should be like that fire shut up in your bones and you should not be able to contain um, it within you. You should, it, his words should be coming out from you and not necessarily like Jeremiah and the words of destruction and, and the judgment and the wrath that's coming, but but in it, because Jeremiah didn't have Jesus. Okay. This is before Jesus came on the scene, but, but, and yes, there are still judgments that are going to come. And yes, I believe that God's, oh, that there will be wrath. I mean, but, 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 um, scriptures make it clear in other places where God's people are not subject to wrath. Okay. So here's my point because I'm rambling. If we could walk in the confidence of God's word alive in us the way Jeremiah did and be willing to accept and allow it to become that fire in our bones that cannot be contained and then walk in the confidence that Jeremiah did, but the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. Friends, that boldness and confidence almost, I think almost gives a little strut to the believer as we walk. And you know what? I feel like it's okay. All right, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed and everlasting humiliation will never be forgotten. Lord of armies, testing the righteous and seeing their heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have presented my case to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he rescues the life of the needy from evil people. May the day I was born be cursed. This is like Jeremiah goes from 
God is with me like a violent warrior too. May the day I was born be cursed. May the day my mother before may the day my mother bore me never be blessed. May the man be cursed who brought the news to my father saying, a male child has been born to you, bringing him great joy. Let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime because he didn't kill me in the womb so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb to see only struggle and sorrow to end my life in shame? This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord when King Zedekiah sent Pasher, son of Malchijah, and the priest of Zephaniah, the son of Messiah, to Jeremiah, asking, Inquire of the Lord on our behalf, since King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is making war against us. Perhaps the Lord will perform for us something like all his past wondrous works, so that Nebuchadnezzar will withdraw from us. But Jeremiah answered, this is what you are to say to Zedekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, I'm about to repel the weapons of war in your hands. Those you are using to fight the king of Babylon and the Chaldeans who are besieging you outside the wall. And I will bring them into the center of the city. I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand and a strong arm with anger, rage, and intense wrath. I will strike the residents of this city, both the people and animals. They will die in a severe plague. Afterward, this is the Lord's declaration, King of Zedekiah of Judah, his officers, and the people, those in the city who survived the plague, the sword, and the famine. I will hand over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon to their enemies. Yes, to those who intend to take their lives, he will put them to the sword. He won't spare them or show pity or compassion. But tell this people, this is what the Lord says. Look, I'm setting before you the way of life and the way of death. Whoever says in this, whoever stays in this city will die by the sword, famine, and plague. But whoever goes out to sur and surrenders to the Chaldeans, those who are besieging you, oh, I'm sorry, let me back that up. But whoever goes out to the, and surrenders to the Chaldeans who are besieging you will live and will retain his life like the spoils of war. For I have set my face against the city to bring disaster and not good. This is the Lord's declaration. It will be handed over to the king of Babylon, who will burn it, and to the house of the king of Judah, say this. Hear the word of the Lord. House of David, this is what the Lord says. Administer justice every morning and rescue the victim of robbery from his oppressor. Or my anger will flare up like fire and burn unquenchably because of your evil deeds. Beware. I'm against you who sit above the valley, you atop the rocky plateau. This is the Lord's declaration. You who say, who can come down against us, who can enter our hiding places, I will punish you according to what you have done. This is the Lord's declaration. I will kindle a fire in your forest that will consume everything around it. This is what the Lord says. Go down to the palace of the king of Judah and announce his word there. You are to say... Hear the word of the Lord, King of Judah, you who sit on the throne of David, you, your officers, and your people who enter these gates. This is what the Lord says. Administer justice and righteousness. Rescue the victim of robbery from his oppressor. Don't exploit or brutalize the resident alien, the fatherless, or the widow. Don't shed innocent blood in this place. For if you conscience... If you conscientiously carry out this word, then kings sitting on David's throne will enter through the gates of this palace, riding on chariots and horses, they, their officers, and their people. But if you do not obey these words, then I swear by myself, this is the Lord's declaration, that this house will become a ruin. For this is what the Lord says concerning the house of the king of Judah. You are like Gilead to me, or the summit of Lebanon, but I will certainly turn you into a wilderness, uninhabited cities. I will set apart destroyers against you 
each with his weapons. They will cut down the choicest of your cedars and throw them into the fire. Many nations will pass by this city and ask one another, why did the Lord do such a thing to this great city? They will answer, because they abandoned the covenant. But the Lord their God bowed in worship to other gods and served them. Do not weep for the dead. Do not mourn for him. Weep bitterly for the one who has gone away, for he will never return again and see his native land. For this is what the Lord says concerning Shalom, son of Josiah, king of Judah, who became king in place of his father Josiah, and who has left this place. He will never return here again, but he will die in the place where they deported him, never seeing this land again. Woe for the one who builds his palace through, the unrighteous, through unrighteousness, his upstairs rooms through injustice, who makes his neighbor serve without pay and will not give him his wages, who says, I will build myself a massive palace with spacious upstairs rooms. He will cut windows in it and it will be paneled with cedar and painted bright red. And are you a king because you excel in cedar? Didn't your father eat and drink and administer justice and righteousness? Then it went well with him. He took up the case of the poor and needy. Then it went well. Is this not what it means to know me? This is the Lord's declaration. But you have eyes and a heart for nothing except your own dishonest profit, shedding innocent blood and committing extortion and oppression. Oh, Jesus help us. <laughs> Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. They will not mourn for him, saying, Woe, my brother, or woe, my sister. They will not mourn for him, saying, Woe, Lord, woe, his majesty. He will be buried like a donkey, dragged off and thrown outside Jerusalem gates. Go up to Lebanon and cry out. Raise your voice in Bashan. Cry out from Abarim, for all your lovers have been crushed. I spoke to you when you were secure. You said, I will not listen. This has been your way since youth. Indeed, you have never listened to me. The wind will take charge of all your shepherds and your lovers will go into captivity. Then you will be ashamed and humiliated because of all your evil. You residents of Lebanon nestled among the cedars. How will you groan when plans come on you? Agony like a woman, when pains come on you, agony like a woman in labor. As I live, this is the Lord's declaration. Though you, Kaniah, son of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, were a signet ring on my right hand, I would tear you from it. In fact, I will hand you over to those you dread, who intend to take your life to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and the Chaldeans. I will hurl you and the mother who gave birth to you into another land where neither you, where neither of you were born, and there you will both die. They will never return to the land they long to return to. Is this man, Kaniah, a despised shattered pot, a jar no one wants? Why are he and his descendants hurled out and cast into a land they have not known? Earth. Earth, earth, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Record this man as childless, a man who will not be successful in his lifetime. None of his descendants will succeed in sitting on the throne of David or ruling again in Judah. Oh boy, oh boy. You know, this is why they called Jeremiah the weeping prophet, because he had to bring so many negative words <laughs> from God. But he's bringing them to a people who just continuously refuse to see and turn to God, their creator, their king, their leader. They just refuse to submit to this amazing God. Um, and, and Jeremiah brings these words. Good grief. Can you even imagine? Psalm 18. 
I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock, where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and he and I was saved from my enemies. The ropes of death were wrapped around me. The torrents of destruction terrified me. The ropes of Sheol entangled me. The snares of, the, of death confronted me. I called to the Lord in my distress, and I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook because he burned with anger. Smoke rose from his nostrils, and consuming fire came from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by it. He bent the heavens and came down, total darkness beneath his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, dark storm clouds his canopy around him. From the radiance of his presence, his clouds swept onward with hail and blazing coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High made his voice heard. He shot arrows and scattered them. He hurled lightning bolts and routed them. The depths of the sea became visible. The foundations of the world were exposed. At your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of your breath of your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He pulled me out of deep water. He rescued me from my powerful enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out to a spacious place. He has rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. He repaid me according to the cleanness of my hands. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not turned away from God to wickedness. Indeed, I fell or indeed, I let his ordinances guide me. Sorry. Indeed, I let his ordinances guide me and have not disregarded his statutes. I was blameless toward him and kept myself from my iniquity. So the Lord repaid me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. Okay, here's one of my favorite sections of this chapter. Ready? With the faithful, you prove yourself faithful. With the blameless, you prove yourself blameless. With the pure, you prove yourself pure. But with the crooked, you prove yourself shrewd. For you rescue an oppressed people, but you humble those with haughty eyes. Lord, you light my lamp. My God illuminates my darkness. And I love this part. With you, I can attack a barricade. And with my God, I can leap over a wall. God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is pure. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. And here we go. That's another favorite. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is a rock? Only our God. God, he clothes me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and sets me securely on the heights. He trains my hands for war. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand upholds me and your humility exalts me. You make a spacious path or place beneath me for my steps and my ankles do not give way. I pursue my enemies and overtake them. I do not turn back until they are wiped out. I crush them and they cannot get up. They fall beneath my feet. You have clothed me with strength for battle. You subdue my adversaries beneath me. You have made my enemies retreat before me. I annihilate those who hate me. They cry for help, but there is no one to save them. They cry to the Lord, but he does not answer them. I pulverize them like dust before the wind. I trample them like mud in the streets. You have freed me from the feuds among the people. You have appointed me the head of nations, a people I had not known serve me. Foreigners submit to me, cringing. As soon as they hear, they obey me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling from their fortifications. Ah, here we go. The Lord lives. 
Blessed be my rock. The God of my salvation is exalted. God, he grants me vengeance and subdues people under me. He frees me from my enemies. You exalt me above my adversaries. You rescue me from violent men. Therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, Lord. I will sing praises about your name. He gives great victories to his king. He shows loyalty to his anointed and to David and his descendants forever. Oh, uh, man. I I love the, the little um, preface before this psalm. For the choir director of the servant of the Lord David, who spoke the words of this song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from the grasp of all his enemies and from the power of Saul, he said, and it goes on, I love you, Lord, my strength. To imagine David like coming out of a hiding place <laughs> and declaring that is pretty cool. All right, friends, that's it for today. Come back tomorrow and we'll continue to read the Bible together every day this year. See ya.